What did you see, old man? Gujira. 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 <laughs> oh my god. I'm just buying some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, welcome everybody. We're uh, we're if you're listening, we are actually doing a live stream also. So yes, hopefully hello. you caught that. Uh, out there in Facebook Live Land. Yeah. Isn't that what they say back in the day? Back out there on TV land. TV land, the boob tube. So we have a unique movie today, but we have a special guest. That we have a eunuch movie today. <laughs> did I say? Did I say a eunuch? Yes. I uh, know you didn't. I'm just fucking. Um, yes, a eunuch. <clears throat> it could be a Munich movie. This movie had no balls whatsoever. <laughs> no balls. <laughs> no balls. Uh, our guest today is Mr. Barrel. He was on our um, our cast for Turbo Kid. Turbo, Turbo Kid. Kid. I was yeah, going to say yeah, Super yeah, Mario, Kid. but I was like, that was I don't like that. That's a bad spot for that. It's a good bad spot. Um. Well, Beryl, it's been a while since you've been on. Hello. You were on our, like, sixth episode, and now we're on, like, 29 or something. That's crazy. I think this is 30? Is it not? I think it's 29. Uh, counting the duck dive? What do you mean? Uh, oh, well, we, we, we don't count, the, we don't count oh, the duck right. dives. They're just bonuses. Uh, how have you been, man? All right. You're Hanging good? in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of us are. Uh, if you don't know, Beryl uh, is one of our sponsors for the Copper Fox Tattoo Company that we mentioned on occasion. Yes, indeedy. We, we, you need to put that over there for him. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> I was, it was good where it was. I don't know why yeah, I'm moving fine. things around. That's fine. Uh, so barely, yeah. Do you watch uh, anything like other than the movie that we're talking about? Yeah. What do you, what's, what do you spin in these days? Oh, movie, uh, movies or shows. You can talk about anything you're watching. Hunters was pretty good. Yeah. Um, we, I think we all watched that one. Uh, what else? There's definitely a lot more. Watched a few, uh, first Bueller a few days ago. Oh, so it kind of fits. <laughs> is that yeah. like a, uh, just a warm up? Get a little Broderick in your it system? Was, uh, Miranda was watching it. It's a great movie. Down in Egypt's land, let my Cameron go. Is that in the movie? Yeah, when, he's, when Cameron's laying in bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said, like I think I've only seen it like maybe <clears throat> once or twice. Uh, you know, for it to you know, sink in. But like some of the references are lost to me. It's not one of those movies that I just watched. Doctor Sleep, you know, repeatedly. Oh, Doctor Sleep was really good. Doctor Sleep was really good. I'm sorry. still waiting I just, to see that. I I, oh, I did that. get to see uh, the Invisible Man. Oh, did you? How was it? <clears throat> that was pretty good, man. I liked it. I, I I really like when horror has a more realistic and grounded approach rather than it being some kind of supernatural fucking thing. Mm. You know, because I'm like ghosts. Yeah, who'd have thunk it? Seeing it. Meh. And so I, I think when the uh, it was a pretty smart it was directed by Lee Wanell I think Lee Wanell wrote the first Saw movie I believe he was the guy in the fucking bathroom who was like left in there at the end spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> that's great Zach <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks uh, yeah I watched that I I I I I'm pretty deep into the Expanse I think I'm on the last season of that uh, I might have to go back and rewatch a few because some of those episodes bleed together there's a lot of dark lighting and Blue highlights everywhere. It all bleeds together. Uh, what the hell else did I watch? I think I, re- I rewatched the Friday the 13th series on Shudder, just for shits and giggles. Um, and that's just about it. I don't know. I watch a 
YouTube binging with binging with Babish. You know? Lots of YouTube, <laughs> yes. Fuck <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we're talking about Godzilla 1998 today, and this is a very much maligned movie. A lot of you know Godzilla uh, enthusiasts and traditionalist purists uh, kind of write this one off. I think there even there even is a nickname that they gave it a while back, Gino. Is what yeah, they called it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was an acronym that stood for uh, Godzilla in name only. And uh, I think uh, in recent Toho movies, they've like recreated that in the low budget version of a Godzilla Final Wars, I think it was called, where they, where they called him Zilla. <clears throat> or at least right. American fans do. That's right. And they like killed him off. Move this thing over here. Now, Bale, you're, you're a pretty big... Uh, Godzilla fan, I know you know a lot of. Oh your, yeah, you could say that. A lot of your rooms and uh, places in your in your home too have a lot of uh, Godzilla memorabilia. Memorabilia, and <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. My admittedly, my first time seeing a Godzilla movie was this movie. You know, twenty twenty one years ago, or however old it is, twenty two years. I had seen it like once again after that, but after I had seen some of the older Godzilla movies, and most of the time that was because of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> so I didn't have like uh, I didn't like grow up on them like some kids did and I remember the toy line in the 90s that was probably like the only reason I know all the different vo- monsters and their names mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was because some some dork down the street had the whole collection he's like check it out this is Ghidorah and uh, I was like that's pretty cool monsters are cool but what's your what's your history with, with Godzilla and what's your favorite part about the whole mythos well I think the the first Godzilla movie I ever saw was uh, Son of Godzilla, where they introduced Minya, that retarded-looking baby Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that when we were, uh, when, when we, well, when I was watching the movie, because there is precedence for, like, babies. <laughs> A baby Godzilla. <clears throat> and that's that goofy-looking one, yeah. right? It's like, at some point, it's like, uh, like Godzilla was this terror at first, and then they had him fighting other monsters to make him look like the hero, and then all of a sudden they made it more kid-friendly. Yeah, like if you notice, even his eyes get a lot more uh, big, I guess, bigger and, and less yeah scary. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Godzilla was always awesome. Like it's just this <clears throat> this big thing that can't stop him, you know. So that's that's how just many, really cool. Uh, <laughs> how many of the films in the series have you seen? I haven't seen every single one of them. There's like. 33, 34 movies, if you're not including the anime ones on Netflix. Sorry, I don't know. Just tweeting. I don't know. It keeps like. This thing needs some Viagra. Yeah, but um, I think I've seen maybe like, <clears throat> like eleven or twelve out, okay. of, the, out of the thirty-three, like so. the core ones. Yeah, and, like and the maybe some of the Godzilla less wacky ones. Gigan. Um, what, what are the other ones? I can't remember them exactly. Of course, uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Right. Uh, the one where he fights that crab monster. <laughs> that was one of the first ones I saw. What's uh, <clears throat> yeah? What's that? What's that one's called? What's that? Monster uh, called. They all have cool uh, names. Ibira. Ibira, I think. Ibira? Ibira? I think that's the crab monster, yeah. <clears throat> but that was one of the first ones I saw. So, Josh, what's your history with Godzilla? Oh, man, not much. No? Not much. I remember seeing like the originals a long time ago. I saw this movie in theaters in 1998. <clears throat> I can't remember if I saw this in theaters or not. No, I'm, so. I, well, the marketing for it was unbelievable. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the toy line, and I remember like the Taco Bell promotion I, I have a clip of the taco bell promotion which we'll play later so <laughs> I, have, right. uh, I have some interesting stuff on that uh fish did you already talk about what you watched this week i did you did what okay. you, what'd you get in oh man what did i do 
I don't even remember. I'm going to kill some flies today. I know. They're nasty out today. Uh, what did I watch? I know I watched something recently. Oh, I watched uh, <coughs> Angel Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Didn't you watch? Didn't you mention seen, that one last weekend? I don't remember. Two, I, two weeks ago? My, I know my brother was talking about it at some point. A fortnight. A fortnight ago. Uh, yeah, so I saw that one too. That was pretty awful. Our movie today is Godzilla 1998. <clears throat> That's um, right. It's two hours and eighteen minutes. That's <laughs> it was way longer than two hours and eighteen minutes too long. Uh, IMDb five point four out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes sixteen percent. Metacritic thirty two. Sixteen percent. Yeah. <laughs> the budget. The budget for this film was roughly one hundred twenty five million dollars to one hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. It was in between because of all the stuff they spent on marketing. The yeah. box office made three hundred and seventy nine million, so it That's made about it made yeah. like half its. I mean, it, it doubled its money, which Kinda. is not that great. I think a lot of times when you when you see the budget of a movie, you they're, they're not always factoring in the marketing. I think in this case, we can assume that just because of how big that uh, marketing campaign was. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when there's that much, like uh, marketing, it means it's a sign that it's a pretty bad movie. Or like if there's a trailer full of establishing shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here are some movies that came out in 1998. So these are movies that came out that year. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Big one for that year. That movie blew my mind. Is it, yeah. I remember. I saw that in the little theater here in town. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, Bugs Life came out that year. Oh the Truman God. Show. What a great movie, The Truman Show. Yeah. Uh, Armageddon came out that year. Ooh, there's some connections between Armageddon yeah. and this movie. Big Lebowski. Blade. Mulan and wow, a lot an, of good ones, and another movie that we covered on our third episode, Dark City. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety eight was a hell of a year. I know we've we've hit. Yeah, it we always before. say that. Oh, what a hell of a year for movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. Whoa. Pardon me. <clears throat> so a little bit about a Godzilla. Godzilla ninety eight is an American monster film directed by Roland Emmerich. Uh, and it was co-written with producer Dean Devlin. Uh, it's a reimagining and a much maligned oh. version. Of uh, Toho's Godzilla, <clears throat> it's the uh, it's the twenty third film from the franchise, and it's the first Godzilla made by a Hollywood studio. Uh, the film is dedicated to uh, Tomoyuki Tanaka. He was a co creator and producer of various Godzilla films, who had died in uh, April of that year of ninety seven. Mm-hmm. So the film is dedicated to him. <clears throat> uh, Emmerich and Devlin had previously worked together on uh, Universal Soldier. Uh, Stargate, Independence Day, The Patriot, with Mel Gibson. That was quite a good one. Um, and Emmerich also directed The Day After Tomorrow, 10,000 BC, 2012. This movie called Anonymous, that's about the Edward De Vere, the alleged true writer of Shakespeare's plays. There's uh, this theory. Oh, the bits did. Uh, going to, I know a lot about those <laughs> conspiracy theories. I don't know like a goddamn that. thing about those things. Yeah, no. The best one is I think yeah, I think the only believable one for those, if anybody reads Shakespeare, is Christopher Marlowe. All the other playwrights of the time created a pseudonym for Shakespeare <laughs> because they wanted to release other shit than yeah. their original work, so they all combined their own material and wrote the plays. That's the only conspiracy I would believe. Okay. Um, he also did White House Down, and most recently he did Midway. <clears throat> what the new Sorry. one? Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that movie did not need to be remade. I didn't see Midway? it. Was that about airplanes? No, uh, yeah, it's, it's about, about the, the Battle of it, Midway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Over in the uh, Pacific Theater of World yeah, War there's II. A, there's an old, like, 60s film, 50s film. Mm. That one was pretty good. Um, Emmerich also produced a number of films, including The uh, 13th Floor, which I keep talking about. I really want to do that one. God, 13th Floor. Um, 
You know that one? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, originally, Jan DeBont was announced as the director, having just come off of Speed and Twister. Uh, and DeBont left the project due to uh, budget disputes. And then Emmerich and Devlin were brought in. <clears throat> Emmerich wanted to do uh, a disaster movie, like, with meteors and shit. Um, rather than a God- <laughs> Godzilla flick. But Armageddon and Deep Impact uh, were, were already, like, being made. So he was like, bro, I guess I'll do, I'll do Godzilla. <laughs> Uh, Jan DeBond's original plot had a different Godzilla design and had him uh, hibernating for thousands of years. Upon his awakening, he would encounter and fight a shape-shifting alien monster called the Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the creatures designed by Stan Winston, that would have been cool. Cause that would have been cool. That would have been very cool. Uh, no. There was a massive marketing campaign for this movie with Taco Bell contributing some $20 million in media support. Uh, Trendmasters produced a toy line, which I remember because KB Toys was like... Oh, uh, Godzilla headquarters or whatever, you know. Come here for all your fucking toys. Uh, and then Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin oh got God. together and made that classic song, Come With Me. Uh, the soundtrack for this movie, however, did, did quite well. The, yeah, did the, wall, did the Wallflowers do a song? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, heroes? You can be heroes. Wasn't that a cover? Just one day. Uh, and that was my next point, too. Wallflowers. Uh, the film was not received well, <laughs> uh, as uh, many believing it single-handedly killed the giant monster genre for Western audiences uh, for quite some time. I think the next um, giant monster movie was like Cloverfield, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes, two thousand eight. That kind of like brought it back. Well, in no. Some what about way? Kong? King Kong. Oh, two thousand five. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's really I think kind of fits more into that classic movie universal like the universal thing yeah thing. it's a monster yeah but it's not like a kaiju but universal did this one i guess he they? is now universal did this one universal right. did did they do this one sony this is sony oh is it sony okay. yeah um let's see the uh, uh the wall street journal reported that the film would would have needed to earn 240 million dollars to be considered a success uh, it only earned $44 million its opening night, and it only took in $136 million. Did you already give the number earlier? Yeah, I already gave the number. <clears throat> Sony wanted 80% of the profits from larger theaters and 90% from the smaller theaters. Crazy. Because of how badly the film was <laughs> Rather than the usual 60%, this is what I guess was the rate in the 98. Uh, it had no test screenings, which might have helped. <laughs> and uh, executives at the studio only saw it three weeks before its release. Uh. Um, a cross-promotional deal with Budweiser was scrapped sometime before shooting, so all of the uh, labels in the uh, movie were digital, digitally erased. Mm. Uh, so they, did, they wasted a lot of money on that. <clears throat> uh, the film was actually successful in some foreign markets, uh, so much so that they may have had a direct contribution to the second American reimagining getting a green light. Maybe. I don't know. That's what some people think. Um, <clears throat> in Sweden, this is the most popular and well-known Godzilla movie, whereas the OG Japanese films were mostly unknown or outright hated. Can't confirm if that is like more just opinion-based, because I picked it up on IMDb, but that's what they said there. So go take it up with them. <laughs> um, it also had, it was this huge smash hit in, uh, and a cult, cult classic in Hungary, where the film's 20th anniversary was celebrated at uh, Sony's 2018 summer blockbuster movie event. Um, some fans even nicknamed him Gino. I think we just talked about that, the mm-hmm. Godzilla name only. Um, there is a Reddit theory that posits that it's, it's Seinfeld, <laughs> in a way. And I, it's kind of a flimsy <clears throat> analogy, but it's kind of funny. So Hank Azaria would be Kramer. Um, 
what's Audrey would be your Elaine because she's the only lady in the movie, I guess. Broderick's character is your Jerry because he's sort of kind of the voice of reason. Uh, Newman is the fucking Zilla. And then George is just the movie as a whole because <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. I don't know. It was, it was kind of funny. That's great. It felt like I would share. Uh, and recently in the movie Marriage Story, you can see the kid playing with an action figure that is from this movie, a little Zilla dinosaur. Or at least that's, that's what I saw online. The internet doesn't lie, right? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Also, the foot in the, uh, in the poster is ginormous. It's huge. And he's not nearly that big. So that, uh, that's like the monster in Tremors just being the thing. Um, and also, uh, I guess Godzilla has been in over, we're approaching 40 films with some of the newer ones. Got to fly there. <clears throat> um, Gotta starting fly. in 1954, it is the longest running series in cinema. Uh, next to like James Bond. I was about to say that, yeah. Uh, with 25 films since 1962. Batman has 11 films since 1966. Pink Panthers has has quite a few. Star Trek and Star Wars are thrown in there for good. Yeah, the only Pink Panther movies that really matter is about the eleven P- of them. They're right? the Peter Sellers ones. Those are the only ones that really matter. Well, the duh. Steve Martin ones. Suck. I was so disappointed that the it was actual. Horrible. I was so disappointed that the actual Panther wasn't in those movies. When I watched <laughs> oh, those did you? movies. Yeah, I, yeah, I was the diamond yeah. about that too because I remember the cartoon. Yeah, that, was I the saw cartoon? the cartoon first. Yeah. Is that a Hanna so. Barbera? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And when I saw that it was a movie, movie, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy snooping around? Who's this, who's this Inspector Clouseau guy? Where's the panther? And I was confused by that until I got older and I figured shit out. Uh, there <laughs> were video games, comic books, toy lines, cartoons, various collectibles, novelty food items, uh, themed hotels. Uh, and there's uh, no sign of stopping. There's so much gas left in this tank um, that, you know, its iconography is instantly recognizable. That hotel you're talking about there, I, I swear to God, I want to go there before before I kick the bucket. Oh, the Godzilla yeah, one? The, uh, like, it's, yeah. It's in, it's in Shinjuku, Shinjuku, Japan, and it's called the Gracery Hotel. And on the 30th floor, it, there's this room called the Godzilla Room. Yeah, yeah. Which you is, can see him outside yeah. type of thing, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a life-size that head. That sounds awesome. Like on, on top of the a hotel, and you can go in the balcony and the, see it for yourself. The Empire stuff. Steel Building so. did something like that, where you can go to one of the floors, and someone rented out the side of the building, yeah. and you can see Godzilla looking through the windows. It's all projection mapping inside. It's oh, pretty cool. neat. But yeah, I'd love to be in that hotel, just, just laying in there, the whole room shaking. Like... <laughs> <clears throat> I could probably save this little nugget for the end. It's it's kind of long. We could go ahead and start talking about this turd. Oh, real, <laughs> real quick. You, you mentioned you mentioned Dean Devlin, and when I yeah. saw that on the screen, I was like, that guy, the guy who does all the TNT television shows. No wonder this movie sucked. Uh, I mean, he he works a lot. He does. He's a good. I mean, he produces a bunch of stuff. So it opens up Centropolis, TriStar Pictures, uh, Roland yeah. Emmerich, Godzilla. It's actually optioned back in like '92. It took a while to get it off the ground. It's a. Uh, it starts off with a bunch of clips of nuclear bombs going off, a lot of World War II type of footage. It's got <clears> like that that yeah. Sof- Sophia kind of sepia, whatever it's called, sepia. It's nuclear test footage, and you see even like a sea iguana. Yeah, sea iguana. It's yeah. Sea iguanas are only found in the Galapagos Islands, which is in the South Pacific, not in Tahiti. Which that's where he went. Oh, that's where he went. This is this is this is near the. They never they never they never did any nukes in the Galapagos. Close to it in the South Pacific. Godzilla uh, was this a was goddamn the, uh, what they called the Bikini <laughs> and Enewatak Atoll in the Marshall Islands. Uh, and the test footage is actually American because when it, when it opens up, the music playing is the French La Marseille. 
mm. or whatever. Because Mad later, Mayo. later you find out that it was the French government that fucked up and made uh, Godzilla. That's why all those French dudes are there. You ever sit and wonder, like, why the fuck are these guys here? Huh. It's because the French government's like, oop, get in there and clean it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got the South Pacific, um, and we're on kind of a boat. A, a fisherman's boat, like a big barge type uh, of thing. Yes. And there are a crap ton of famous Asian actors. There's in this. Al Long. Al Long is like the, he's the he captain. He sticks right out. He's got that skullet. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy with the, like the Fu Manchu mustache? He's that's in the, a lot that's of that stuff. That's that dude. Oh, okay. With the skullet? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? No, I was, I was talking about the captain up in the bridge. He's been in a lot oh, of stuff, I, too. Oh, I didn't recognize him from I was, anything. I was thinking of one of the bad guys from the first Lethal Weapon movie, the one that was electrocuting Riggs, that Asian guy, if that's you remember him. him. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what else was cool is in this opening scene. Yeah, with the when, sponge where he's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. When the title screen zooms in on that on that single egg, mm -hmm. there's a lightning strike, and for a second it looks just like the cover of Alien from 79. Dude, they, mm, I, I yeah. feel they stole so much stuff Oh, you this. bet. Uh, you know what? It's box office, box office performance, as bad as it was, it still made more money worldwide than any other American movie based on a foreign film, a record that it held until it was beaten by Godzilla 2014. So crazy. We uh, pretty much Godzilla attacks this boat, um, and then we kind of cut to... Uh, Matthew Broderick, <clears throat> our lead character. Anybody want to anybody want to venture a guess as to why he attacked the boat? Oh, because it's full of tuna and fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that boat apparently was, was called the Kobayashi Maru. Really? That's what I read. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look it up. They use that for a lot of stuff. It's from Star Trek. I know. Okay. Uh, so Broderick, uh, we see him, he's basically singing in the rain. I'm singing in yeah. the rain. Which, anytime I hear an actor sing that, all I can think of is, uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, what? You didn't immediately think of Gene Kelly? <laughs> no. Because he's literally singing in the rain. Yes, I know and that. there's fuck tons of rain all over <laughs> Have the Have you seen the Clockwork Orange? <laughs> yeah, fuck okay. yeah. That's, yeah, where, my, that's so, where my mind is. Yeah, yeah, like, once you, watch, oh. once you watch well, that scene, that song is just ruined for you. <laughs> Speaking of rain, glad you brought it up. Uh, 2.4 million gallons or 321,000 cubic feet of water were used to create rain in this goddamn movie. And I have a I have a little interview with Hank Azaria that talks about working in the rain. Uh, cool. He's singing in the rain. He's he, he's basically he's like a he's a worm guy. And I, <clears throat> I did a drinking game while I watched this. That's right. So it's kind of fun. That's right. Uh, I'm glad you bring that up too. The drinking because, game. Uh, well, no, or the he, worm thing. He uses a device, sticks it in the ground. It's like, yeah, it electricity's like. Bleh, bleh, bleh. It's is there another movie out there with a worm that gets called up by vibrations? Oh, what's Tre it called? Tremors. <sighs> I don't remember. I think it's about an intergalactic messiah. Dune. Uh, there it is. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, dude. And then, and then, and then <laughs> you and your and goddamn then, Dune references. And Worms, ground. And then a chopper arrives, and this part's cool because that guy, Glenn, Glenn Morshower, gets out. That dude who's always a, a cop or authority figure or a government official gets out and tells him, Pack it up, dude. You got a new job. Mm -hmm. That guy, I'm sure you know you've seen him. He's always, he always There's played. a lot of people in this. He was in First Class. He was in The Crazies. Uh, he was in The Core, The West Wing, the Black Core. Hawk Down, Pearl <laughs> Harbor, Jag with we, Homeboy that played Kano. Jag, I like that TV show. Yeah, and this dude's William Morshower. He's played no less than 53 different law enforcement or military personnel throughout his acting career. <laughs> he's never been any of those in his real life. <laughs> he's always... He's the fucking dude in... a. In a uh, first class, who's like pulls the grenade on, um, uh, 
I can't think today. Kevin Bacon's character, and he's like, I'll pull the damn thing. <laughs> uh, Broderick's doing a bunch of worm tests, and the Russians show up with the U.S. government, uh-huh. and they grab his ass. There's a lot of cut scenes to different locations. Yeah, they do a lot of globe, They go to Papa T, Papa T, Tahiti. Tahiti? Um, and uh, They go to a horse pedal. And during this, we see a video of the... Of we we kind of cut to it, well they're in Tahiti and we cut to uh, Jean Renault, <clears throat> yeah, uh, who's a famous French actor. You'd know him from uh, the professional, the professional, yeah, Leon, Leon. Professional. and uh, th- that's kind of the intro that we did. That like, what did you see? Gazira, Gazira. Yeah, thing. he says Gojira. Yeah, and he's got like the flame to like make him focus. A wonderful and... French band, might have had. Now that you're talking about that scene right there, yeah. that right there was my favorite uh, scene out of, the, right out of the whole, out of the whole the, movie. That's yeah. why I played yeah. it at the beginning. Like it makes it sound it, so it, good. It's, it's the way he says, it's the way he says Godzilla's name and that, that look was of fear like in his face. Man? Was yeah. that guy? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Zach. Was that guy in <laughs> Was that guy ever in a Godzilla movie? I have actor? no idea, bro. Like, That'd be great if they like chose like a Godzilla actor to be in it. Um, and then if there was anybody of any like, uh, Significance that also serves as like a key reference to something. I didn't. I didn't read much of that. They go to San Miguel, Panama, and uh, <clears throat> it's like uh, they're talking to the doctor. And I have a little mm-hmm. clip of this. Okay. Of meeting uh, Nick Papanala. So like on the beach, or... looking at the wreckage. Yeah. The no. Th- this is this is when they just land, and they're walking, and he's like the footprint and all that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. here we go. What is all this? Some kind of spill? Yeah, something like that. Look, I work for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, but accidents and spills are not my field. We know! Do you know you've interrupted a three-year study of the Chernobyl earthworm? Yeah, you're the worm guy, right? The radioactive contamination in that area has mutated the earthworm's DNA. You know what that means? No, but I got a feeling I'm about to find out. It means that because of a man-made accident, the Chernobyl earthworms are now 17% larger than they were before. 17%, huh? Sounds pretty big. They're enormous. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm a biologist. I take radioactive samples and I study them. That's great. Here's your sample. Study it. What sample? You're standing in it. You're standing in it. You're standing in it. So this is a giant motherfucking footprint. <clears throat> Godzilla. And then he gets out. He's like, I was in a footprint. Yeah, <laughs> and you can see that it had three toes. And uh, Beryl, I believe you had... Uh, we're telling us about the 75-page dossier that Toho Studios gave the American film. Yeah, there was this dossier that Toho had where they had all these specifics <laughs> on how Godzilla should look and, really? and be and stuff. And one of them was uh, uh, he he sh- he couldn't have more or less than four fingers in his hands. And three on his feet, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like three or more or something like that. Just yeah. just, to like all the ori- just to be like the originals well, yeah. and try to... Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess they're... There's just some. The only know, thing they got traditional. Like, the only thing they got Japan, right, man. I can tell, Details. was uh, was his roar. They at least had his roar in there, so that was cool. <laughs> but everything else was. Some of the other things they weren't allowed to do is they weren't. Godzilla was not allowed to eat people, only fish. Uh, yeah. They they ignored that. No radioactive material or anything, just fish. Yeah, and <laughs> he he has to have three rows of dorsal plates, uh, the digits thing that uh, Barrel said there. He what he can't be made to look silly. Oops. Uh, and he can't die. Yeah, uh, can't also, be made to look silly. <clears throat> yeah, watch those uh, chords there, homie. Uh, you're good. Uh, then we we see like this. We, there's another doctor there, a biologist, and she is just 
eye raping Matthew Broderick. Like the minute she meets him, she's oh, like, "Do you have uh, a girlfriend? Like, uh, you're really hot." Elsie, um, she was in news radio. Was she in news radio? Yeah. Okay. I looked up. She she won the Razzie Award for that movie too. Uh, for Godzilla. The, and and this is no where, no no. It was the other other lady. Uh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Katilla. Never mind. Never mind. Actually, did you know that Zilla's chin? Was inspired by Sher Khan. I was going to say a Jay Leno, but but okay. No, legit. Like uh, the guy who created uh, the creature design for this, his name is Patrick Totopoulos, which is where they got Nick Totopoulos. Oh, uh, okay. And that was that running gag throughout the movie about nobody being able to pronounce to pronounce it. a Greek name. I'm sure you've dealt with that. So have oh. you. <laughs> Zach Fisher's pretty easy. They they they. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, there was even a uh, the first teaser of the film had. Um, Zilla coming through and crushing a T-Rex in a museum. Um, that shot was actually cut from the film, and that shot cost $600,000 mm-hmm. just to make. Ridiculous. Um, and also, as, as he's flying out of this, uh, this scene here, there's the, uh, the footprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're so damn far apart, because when you see him like, running through the city streets, it's like you know, a little closer gate. Uh, and I thought that was kind of silly too. <laughs> they this is where they go to the uh, the wreck, which which was funny because it's it's the boat at the beginning where the Godzilla you know guy was, and yeah. the boat it just looks like it, it like someone dropped it on the like it picked it up and dropped it. It doesn't look like it beached itself. It's just standing. Because it's like, full of fucking holes, right? Yeah, but it sunk out there. Yeah, it's it's right, right up know. on. The, yeah, but it's it's it just doesn't look correct. Uh, this is where we kind of. The, <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense unless he brought it with him. Maybe, maybe picked it up. Like, you know, picking yeah, out all rubber the rubber ducky. Just maybe he's playing with it Probably. on the boat. Uh, we meet um, Jean Renault's character, Jean and here's a little clip of that. Get those people out of there. They're with me. Is that right? Who are you? La Rochelle Casualty and Property Insurance. We're preparing our report. You're pretty damn fast. That's how it's all. <clears throat> well, your people are getting in the way of my job. Colonel, what do you think could have done this? Listen, Mr. Roach, you get your people out of here or I will. Get that that music, and I never. I, right, sorry, on the, before yeah. that last scene, I didn't, I didn't. I forgot to mention it. Mister Roach, just listening to Matthew Broderick's voice through this, he sounds like such a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sounds he sounds like Matthew Broderick. Like is it, it's him and the producers. It's just it's his voice. Uh, Matthew Broderick's <laughs> taking a little sample off of the boat. Um, and then we have this. Uh, we have this slow burn into uh, like they get back into the helicopters. They're following the footprints. We get yeah, the slow yeah. burn into New York City, but it doesn't say New York City. It says the city that never sleeps. It does. It said that. It says that. Mm-hmm. What? The, oh shit! So I we go from that. like Tahiti to Panama, and then when it shows New York, it's like the city that never sleeps. I swear to God, it took me about an hour to get through the first twenty minutes of the movie. It's so long. And like it's so long. Checking shit out, and every time I'd like start it back up, I'm like, how long the fucking movie? Like an hour and a half left i'm like god damn it oh you know i kind of i kind of mix some things up here before That's we right. before we meet uh roach we we do get that that new york scene where we meet audrey uh who is uh, a secretary <clears throat> for harry shear's character the uh newscaster this is fun here uh maria patillo she was uh audrey hammonds she played mary pickford in chaplin um and she had small roles in true romance and natural born killers uh but since she got a razzie for this movie, or she, I think she only she, acted for like yeah, another ten years. I no, think. yeah, she got a Razzie for that best yeah. supporting actress. Um, she is Car- uh, Charles Cayman's assistant, and Cayman is a name for a lizard native to South America. Yeah, it's like a Boom. 
uh, and they do like this where Kame and Harry Shearer, like there's a lot of funny little jokes in it, which is, I mean, they just made this movie into a comedy. So Kamen goes in to like shoot. He's the newscaster and he's got a new news anchor. She's really tall and he sits in the seat, you know, and oh, he's yeah. really short. So he's got to kind of stand up a little <clears> bit. There's a lot of weird, funny bits in it like like that. I think mean, he was totally like Roger Ailes in this moment because he was like asking homegirl to, to dinner. Yeah. And she's like, you're married. And he's like, I uh, Audrey is you know? his assistant. She's always wanted to be a uh, reporter. She's Matthew Broderick, Nick's uh, ex-girlfriend from college. That's right. Uh, then we yeah then we get the Jean Rene thing uh, and then Sean, our, uh, I'm sorry Harry Shearer was also the announcer in uh, Little Giants yeah Little Giants and he's, he's one of three different people in this movie who are voice characters in The Simpsons yes and he was also in Spinal Tap as the bass player which is one of my favorite movies of all time he was the, the bassist yeah he's the bassist holy shit yeah where he's the one that gets stuck in that pod yeah in the pod <laughs> and when, when he when he goes through the uh, the, the air, airline security and he keeps beeping and he yeah. pulls out the the cucumber wrapped in tin foil out of his pants it's Right. This is an exact replica of my, yeah. my, uh, my rib cage. Is that the movie where like uh, it goes to up to eleven? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, It's okay. the first mockumentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's um, f- I don't know. We cut the first th- one. This is what I love. We cut to a bunch of fisher fishermen boats, like, and there it's three of them, and they're dragging like a net, and they get stuck. You get a lot of Jaws vibes. Yeah, a lot of Jaws vibes because they get sucked under the like because I guess Godzilla got caught in the net. And what's great is you you see the three boats go down, and it reminds me of Jaws, like, you know, he can't take three barrels type of thing. And I'm like, man, this is just a Jaws rip. Oh, shit. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. that. Yeah, because even even the interior shot of the boat, you see, like, the light swinging, and the entire time I'm like, show me the way to go home. Black black doll's eyes. Wow. Yeah. You got to get that. uh, Black and life is like. Oh, got to get that Rios button. Go ahead. No, just, just oh, do yeah, it for just, that. For oh, all of that. Be good if I turned it up. Oh, my God. There oh you go. God. Also, when <laughs> when the uh, when, when, Rios, starts, when Rios was on, he said he kept saying, oh, my God, for Super Mario Brothers. I'm like, we got to record this. <laughs> yeah. When um, when Jaws is, like, yanking on those boats, there's, a, um, there's like, a, a metal creaking sound, which kind of, I think, resembles his roar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like the roar. Anyway, um, maybe did, I'm just. Did you find any information on uh, Godzilla's roar? Like what what sounds they mix together uh, from like the OG? I think. Would you know that barrel? I don't know the original. Yeah. Not from the original. From, I, from this one, like because it was I, very I Jurassic Park esque. Some of the other like, like animal well, sounds. Well, the were. original. Uh, yeah. It was. It was a the guy. It was, yeah. It was. A, it was a. It was a guy uh, uh, wearing a leather glove dipped in some kind of resin. What? And, then, <laughs> and then he rubbed it down a bass string, and that's where you get that. Oh, bellow- that. Whoa. That's where you get that bellowing. That you oh, know that yeah that's, yeah yeah that's they pretty, just modified it later pretty yeah. awesome that's, that's some Ben Burtt shit o- the the only difference with this Godzilla is thing. that yeah, it, it yeah. almost it almost sounds like there's a got one. like 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 an eagle shriek of some yeah. kind at the end which I don't mind you know but it's, uh it's a pretty scary sound I yeah think, it's I think pretty awesome in the in the pantheon of yeah. roars. Godzilla is, is, is pretty yeah. up And then there. there's sounds where it just sounds like you're pulling a cinder block on the on the pavement. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah, so. we, yeah, uh, sorry, everyone. As those ships go down, they're up in a plane because they're heading to, like, New York or whatever. They're like, we got three fishermen boats that went down. They're doing a lot of, like, uh, <laughs> They're hopping around everywhere. And this is where we get the city that never sleeps. Uh, we meet Hank Azaria, who is Animal. He's the cameraman for the news group. He was yeah. in Birdcage. He was in Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, he's Mo. Come on, Gloria. You 
told me to make soup. Like, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> after, after watching this, I love the IFC show Brockmire. Yeah, with him in it, where he plays a. Uh, I know what you're talking it's about. It's so great. I love it. it. It's so. How many funny. voices did he do in The Simpsons? Oh, a bunch. Oh, a bunch. Boy. I like the interview I have. I'll play at the end of the movie is from a G a GQ interview and he goes through all of his different characters and movies that's why i grabbed it uh they're at a diner she <clears> sees matthew broderick on television she's like oh my god it's nick this is where it really feels seinfeld yeah, <laughs> she has a very tiny face uh yeah, audrey yeah yeah um, no, i think she's kind of a babe then the, in it's, that late it's, 90s way it's consistently <laughs> it's I, I've, I've been to new york a lot and people from i don't think it's ever rained that much it's in a, new york city remember you know, <laughs> it's like four days. What's that, what's of just that other movie where it's rain. raining like a shitload in New York City? Oh, a day after tomorrow. Also, directed I was gonna by say him. Sleepless in Seattle, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the left coast, bro. Sorry, but uh, goddamn, Roland Emmerich's movie Day After Tomorrow is literally raining all the fucking time. Well, in New and York. Sleepless in Seattle, they go to New York. So they meet at the top. Is of it raining the, a lot there too? I don't know. Well, they meet at the top of the Empire State Building, but I don't think it's raining during that well, scene. Let's focus here, guys. I was talking about rain in New York. It oh. just rains. Okay, all right. Damn. Fine. Uh, there's an old man that's like uh, they're by uh, the fishing pier on the Hudson. Old guy's going out to do some fishing, and he catches something big. And then we see kind of the Jaws double ear fin thing coming toward him. I remember this being in the trailer, the trailer to make it look scary, and it the looked great. Yeah, I thought this was really cool because you didn't really see Godzilla; you just yeah. saw the scale of him, like you know, coming yeah. towards. There's the more under there. So the really trailer cool. looks so much better than the movie. Actually, yeah, is. totally. Yeah, uh, yeah and then, for sure. And then I just wrote down Godzilla destroy. Yes, yeah. he just goes to fucking. <laughs> then he town. goes. Then he, yeah. Then he goes hog nutty. Up and down the streets, hog nutty. Uh, <laughs> and there's there's that guy in like that lorry or that forklift who's just chilling reading a newspaper. When they the reaction of him is genuine because they didn't tell him they were rolling and they just fucking did the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, the mayor of New York City. Did you get that actor's name? He's been uh, in a bunch of things. Yeah, Michael Lerner. He yeah. plays uh, Mayor Ebert, which is a is a direct. There's a direct uh, Gene Sisko, or I'm sorry, Sisko and Ebert. Ebert. Um, because that guy kind of does look like him. he does well, he's, look kind of like assist, him a little bit. He's yeah. li his name is literally Mayor Ebert, and he on his campaign sign he's doing the fucking thumbs That's up. That's great. And his assistant's name is Gene Siskel. Oh, oh my god, god. dude, they were <laughs> hit just, the button. Just, I'm not on the right scene for that. Uh, it's actually it was a deliberate um, dig at Siskel and Ebert from the filmmakers because of how, how they reviewed um, Stargate and uh, Independence Day. Um, and actually, when they were reviewing this movie, they called this move like really petty, <laughs> and they were like, "Just it, Roland Emmerich kind of giving a th uh, yeah, giving a big fuck you to yeah. Siskel and Ebert." And when they were reviewing the film, um, they they called it petty, and they said, "Well, if you were gonna make fun of us, why wouldn't you have us get eaten or stomped on by the dinosaur? You didn't do anything to us. <laughs> like we were there through the whole movie, like till the end." <clears throat> and that's why when when Siskel or Gene, and he's never um, expressly like called. Siskel at the end of the movie when he walks off he gives him a thumbs down he's like your campaign and he boom does that for, for the thing okay uh, I, can't, I, I, was I can't remember if I have a clip for this but we'll find out in a minute um, yeah Hank is the cameraman uh, he chases after the uh, he sees Godzilla mm -hmm. Well, oh, oh no! This, yeah, wasn't yeah. there like some impact tremors first? There is, and I wrote down Jurassic Park on this one because yeah, the 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 mayor is having like a press conference, and you see like the yeah. <clears throat> shit rattling. And What's really cool about this too is that first cop 
that reacts to it is the same cop who jumps out of his cruiser in Independence Day when he's looking at the fucking... <laughs> that guy just... just uh, he's just like, fuck! He's just retiring. So, fuck like, this shit. I tried to imagine if this movie exists in the same universe as <laughs> Independence Day, and I got to imagine that that oh, uh, that Earth and that dimension is screwed. Uh, Harry Shearer, uh, the, the newscaster, he's on the phone, and uh, they're like, you know, we, we need... I need a big story, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, <clears throat> someone's like, your story's walking right by you, and you see Godzilla that walk right by him. Is Nancy Cartwright, who plays Bart Simpson. It is, isn't yeah. it? And there's yeah, a Barney the episode playing I did see behind that. Her. Yeah, the dinosaur, the Barney <laughs> thing. Broderick and the government, they're in New Jersey. Audrey ends up stealing the press badge from Harry Shear's character because she's like, if you're not going to. You know, she's like, I have an in with a dude. Yeah. And I, I have a little clip. It's called Evac. And I can't remember okay. what the clip is, but it's about the evacuation. I think it might have the Harry Shear where he's like, this is what we saw from our cameraman, what? blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, because he like goes out and he chases the... Uh... He chases Godzilla. And it, 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 Wait. He does like a fake out crush. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, actually, Lucy calls him a retard. She's like, where are you going? You're retarded. Yeah, his, like, oh, his wife 90s. or girlfriend. Yeah. It's his wife. It's his wife. And uh, right before he, he takes off with the camera, you hear him go, ah, oh, geez. Kind of like uh, Mo <laughs> from The Simpsons. You hear a little bit of the Mo come out. And uh, I'm sorry. I had a couple things in there I yep. wanted to. Yeah, he's okay, got a freaking when, when pad. You, when today. we come back from that, I got some other shit about the, the rain and the, and, the, and the monsters. Okay, here we go. Scheme. Wait, evacuate Manhattan? That's over three million people. Has that ever been done before? I don't think so. Where is he now? We uh, we lost sight of it, sir. You want to run that by me again? Uh, after its initial at attack, he uh disappeared. Secretary of Defense Burke is on the line. I don't understand. How could something so big just disappear? Well, well, we're not sure. If I'm <laughs> to the well, I don't think so. I mean, look at it. It's perfect. An island, water on all sides. But like no other island in the world, this is a place where he can easily hide. He's in there someplace. Channel 12, quarter on tape. Hello, I'm Charles Kamen in the WIDF. News Center, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, we New Yorkers like to think we've seen it all, but uh, what you're going to see right now will shock you beyond belief. This is uh, footage we have that indicates that there is a dinosaur loose in Manhattan. WIDF's exclusive footage was uh, shot barely half an hour ago. WIDF cameraman Victor Animal Pilati survived. The best thing out of that whole clip was the roar. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I love Harry Shears like because he's doing his announcer voice. There is a dinosaur. He's doing his announcer voice from The Simpsons, but it's also got some kind of like Johnny Carson, and it's like, wow, yeah, that's, that's wild and crazy stuff. Well, that's know? pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so listening to this scene, there was some really subtle like cock humor, like all through that, and it makes me think that this movie is one one giant dick joke. Because even the tagline was size does matter. matter. Yeah, like, oh, I, I think I think Matthew Broderick is on a lot of Xanax for this thing. So like <laughs> he just, sounded like he was in awe the whole yeah. time. It's a giant. <laughs> something that big. Yeah, it's a giant <laughs> island. Where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Uh, let's see here. Uh, the mayor. Okay, the mayor so goes to New Jersey. Um, he does. Uh, we see uh, Jean Renault's character, Mr. Roach, uh, and he. He kind of he places a bug on the back of the mayor's uh, neck, mm -hmm. and so that they can listen in. No one um, else noticed. <laughs> uh, Audrey's 
I wrote something down. Audrey's on the subway. Guy with cold fish. I don't remember. One, uh, one, one, one point I wanted to yeah. make about that scene with uh, Hank Azaria when when the when he almost gets smushed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the the Godzilla like the the animals color scheme was supposed to resemble like the urban colors of like a city. That's why he kind of blends in a little better. Shit like that, and because there was originally an element in the script where he was going to have these chameleon-like ability, where he could hide and shit. That would have been interesting. That would have been, been a little better. Stealth um, mode, or uh, I don't know. Maybe that's another way to hide shoddy effects. Some people claim that the <laughs> the, the consistent like rain in the movie was was there to mask some of the effects. Hank is well. Hank is area when he talks about his interview <clears throat> does talk but, about that. That's uh, why Roland did it. Some people say that that would actually make doing those kinds of effects a lot harder because there's so much rain in the scene in the shot. Um, you know what? I think I, because you're talking about rain, I yeah. think we're gonna just play the Hank Azaria interview. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. Godzilla. That movie became the sort of poster child for what was wrong with Hollywood: <laughs> uh, excess in budget and you know, marketing style over substance. You remember the billboards, and yeah, unfortunately for that movie, the ad campaign was a lot better than the movie itself. It was really. <laughs> uh, uh, excoriated, like it was, it didn't do well at the box office. People really, it was one of those projects people really jumped on hating, much to my chagrin, because it was a big break for me, and so that movie doing well would have been very good for my career. I remember, uh, it was like a five month shoot, it was a long shoot. I remember Roland Emmerich, the director, saying to me about a week before we we're gonna shoot, like, so I decided that it all gonna be in the rain. Every exterior is going to be in the rain the whole time. Raining, raining, and make the creature look great because the blurry lines and the. It was the early days of CGI, so anything that helped it look visually better was good. And I was like, okay. awesome. I remember coming home and telling my girlfriend at the time about that, who was a very experienced actress who had shot a lot in the rain. I had never shot in Hollywood rain. She was like, Hollywood oh rain. my God, that's terrible. I'm like, why? She's like, you're going to be soaked. You're talking about 12 hours a day for five months. Every exterior, you're going to be so I'm like, oh, how bad can it be? It was really bad. Hollywood rain is like big drops. It's like having buckets of water dumped on your head practically. You can see but anyway, it's horrible. Uh, I got like sick four times. Being wet is the work. That's like more than anything else. Being soaking wet for extended periods of time, that'll, that'll make you question your career choice. There were yeah. a lot of people just fucking standing around in the rain. Yeah, just movie. soaked. Just like, find cover. Get an umbrella. <laughs> uh, apparently, they they were given wetsuits to wear under their costumes uh, while they so were they, filming a lot so of these So they scenes. wouldn't get, like, just... They would get terribly sick, yeah. yeah. Matthew Broderick uh, actually, in an interview, complained about that part of the costuming because he, he, he hated having to zip up the wetsuit in the back. And, like, one day after a day of shooting, he, uh, he sees Hank Azaria taking off his wetsuit, and he zips it down the front. He's like... Hey, where did you get that? And he's like, what? And he's like, the this wetsuit that zips down the front. And he's like, they all do. <laughs> He'd been wearing his suit backwards. backwards. <laughs> also, I'm I'm really sorry to keep to keep holding yeah, you up, but no, there, there's, there's an important scene uh, where Hank Azaria was standing um, when he almost got smushed. Is is that right in front of the the MetLife building? That's in like all kinds of movies. They always stage a lot of New York City shots there. It's where Cap gave. The Avengers, their big plan to take down the Chitauri. It's where fucking Will Smith found his mannequin the, friend. There's a bunch and of I am legend. There's a bunch of famous buildings in this movie that oh yeah, that are I got hugged and destroyed. I and got <laughs> another one for that one too. At least two of them. At least two more. Uh, uh, there's so yeah. much goddamn rain. 
Audrey's on the subway. She's trying to get to New Jersey. Um, Jean Renault is listening to uh, the mayor. And I have a little clip. There's a lot of fun French comedy in this. And I cool, have a yeah. little. I think the French But they're coffee. I think this is the only one I have that really. It's just the, <clears throat> the constant coffee gag. And here it is. Yeah, he kind of grabs the donut. Here you go. No croissant? No, monsieur. Oh, do you call this coffee? I call this America. Hmm. You think they eat? That's where we are at this point. Now, hold on. Hold on. You're telling me that in an election month, I've evacuated this entire city for nothing? Do you realize what this Do you think they switched from the two French words that Americans would understand to speaking English so American uh, audiences yeah. would, like, get the joke? He's such a great actor. Yeah, he I is. can't believe he was... I, like, I would say, like, him and Hank Azaria are the best actors in this movie. What ethnicity is he? He's French. He's French. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's not really an ethnicity. It's a nationality. Yeah, but, like, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's uh, what I meant. Did you know that... Okay, his name in his name is Jean Reno. Uh, the other four actors' names aren't Jean. Uh, but the other three actors in the movies are... The three actors' characters' names in the movie are Jean-Claude, Jean-Pierre, and Jean-Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to their, their tunnel... They're at the 23rd Street Station subway, and they realize <laughs> that... Uh, the Godzilla has been tunneling through yeah. the subway system. Um, there's more Jean Rene coffee jokes. Look <laughs> <laughs> all these French roasts. Yeah, yeah, French roasts. There's more of that. Um, they decide to lure out Godzilla by dumping a shit ton of fish Yikes. in the middle of the street to kind of like trap him. Uh, Broderick, he starts. Uh, he starts he opening. He grabs a. Uh, he starts opening up the sewer holes. Yeah, but he also grabs a. Yeah, uh, I have that on there. The, the disposable camera yeah. out of a uh, Kodak vending machine. Yeah. Product placement. Excuse me, 1998. That's how I feel about it, too, Fish. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, products, uh, Broderick, he realizes he's like something. Oh, we got to open up the, the sewer vents so that the smell of the fish, the smell of New York. I don't. <laughs> dude, those yeah. sewers are pretty smelly. That dude, he doesn't. No, I, I'll tell you what. That's another like hole in the plot. He doesn't need help smelling the fish because he found that fucking boat out in the ocean. No problem. Yeah, uh, he's like open. So they open the vents. There was like two thousand foam fish made for that pile. By the way, dude, there's a lot of really bad looking fish in this thing. <laughs> Little robotic ones. That are like, good looking fish uh, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Ba-dooms. Where was I? I got <laughs> caught off by that. Oh yeah, um, the wind up camera uh, for Broderick when he when he uses. Oh, this the, is the uh, first time you see Godzilla in full form. That's the uh, the dolly zoom. <laughs> When and they zoom in, it's from uh, like Jaws. It's uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, it's popularized by Spielberg and Jaws. Uh, the 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 zoom. The, they they the zoom in and, and move they out. zoom out. Yeah, yeah so it gives that. Oh, I, I know what you're yeah. talking about now. Uh, it gives that vertigo feel. Hitchcock yeah. did yeah. it in Vertigo. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's called the Dolly Zoom um, or the Hitchcock Zoom. Uh, and this is when Godzilla breaks ground. He comes up and he gets like nose to fucking nose with Nick. Yeah, and I wrote and down. He is I wrote down surprisingly heart, calm, heartfelt. Me, dude, he is just 
popping pills. He's just like, oh, this is a fucking Godzilla. Great. A lot, a lot of people are, are surprisingly nonchalant when some of these monsters were like Maybe getting in their grill, just shitting their pants. I don't know. I would have been shitting my pants. Yeah, and there's, sure. there's, there's all this heartfelt music when he yeah. sees the lizard. Like, uh, <laughs> see, see, when it comes to a Godzilla movie in general, I always find those moments pretty cool where Godzilla interacts with a, a oh human yeah when being he has that, that close like that this, yeah when there's this connection somehow I always find moments if it's done right yeah I always find them awesome uh speaking so. of shitting your pants uh Fruit of the Loom actually lost their license to sell any Godzilla related apparel when they had leaked images of Godzilla on the internet oh. in November of 1997 I don't remember man leaks. I wanted some 98 tidy whites yeah. with Godzilla on so, my crotch here's what's interesting what Fruit of the Loom didn't know was that the images they were given were unique fakes released by the studio as part of an effort to uh, to see which companies were trustworthy with images so the studio um, intended to keep Godzilla's appearance secret until the movie opened. So because um, those fake photos were yeah, like, they no, were like, no more deal for you. Yeah, the Taco Bell commercial I'm going to play later. You don't even, you see the shadow. <laughs> I made like, a sign photo. No deal for you. No deal for you. Um, they, the... Godzilla starts eating the food. The U.S. That. goes to attack. And what happens? Godzilla ducks that motherfucker and goodbye Iron Building. They the just iron blow building. up the flat iron building in New York. I really like that, too, because after that, there was another Jaws reference. Homeboy said, we're going to need bigger guns. Yep. Uh, and uh, the, then we have the big fucking shootout chase. The flat iron building. Sorry. <laughs> it was built in 19... 19- it was built in 1902. It was seen in uh, Spider-Man 2, or Spider-Man the first one. It was the Daily Bugle and <laughs> Spider-Man. It's the Continental and John Wick. Yeah. Uh, it's also the... Uh, it was seen... A, it's a, a very famous building. A scene was filmed on top in 1958 for the Jimmy Stewart movie, Bell Block and Candle. I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen uh, a lot of Jimmy films. Well, I, I figured you'd like a Jimmy Stewart reference. <laughs> uh, it's the, the location of damage control in the Marvel comics. Mm. Uh, and it's also the uh, the like headquarters for the boys in that Dy- Dynamite Comics story. So oh, that's cool. Carry on. Uh, the when the I, after the Iron Building explodes, things. they start doing a a. Is this fucking, where the, it's it's a it's a Blue Thunder Airwolf yeah, helicopter chase through the city that's way too long. It's just showing bad graphics. I'm locked on. Oh, and you know what pisses me off is that the the tail of Godzilla just cuts through these buildings like a fucking razor blade. Yeah, it's not like like he's and and, and I'm guessing Godzilla's been to New York before because he is going through those streets perfectly. That like, oh, I'll just take a left on 23rd, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, he got acclimated this, really quick. Yeah. This is where they attempted <laughs> to do the the nuclear breath. Instead, instead, it was just this, like, like fireball. That was so disappointing. Yeah. In the because well, the original idea, they were just going to have them have, like, massive wind breath. Yeah. That was Emmerich's it's idea. Like, it's like a gas breath, and if you light, it's like holding down, like, an aerosol can. So if you put some flame in yeah. front of it, it goes. <clears throat> I guess. Do, do you know why, uh, do you know why uh, Godzilla's atomic breath was blue? Why? That's uh, radiation ionizing with the air. Oh, and shit. And it gives, like, a bluish hue. It happened in uh, Chernobyl. When the reactor blew up, yeah, it went this blue. blue this blue beam shot up into the air, and that was all the radiation. Sky beam? Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, also, the helicopters were using the call signs Echo 1, Echo 2. Yeah. Uh, one Wars. of them had Iceman on his helmet. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, that is just... That's also uh, that was also used in Independence Day. He was like Echo 1 or whatever, Welcome Wagon yeah. or some shit, right? Red five fire, yeah. <laughs> and then they blast off the top 
of the Chrysler building. Well, it, it, yeah, because he moves, and it's like, good, I yeah. wrote down, goodbye Chrysler building. And similarly to what happens in another 1998 film, Armageddon, which features a Godzilla merchandise seller who gets crushed by Holy that shit, debris. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. He's eating my, he's eating my <laughs> Godzilla. He's eating my Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, like, like, I really some, like this yeah, next part. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, there's some looters that are like looting a store. You mm, know what I'm talking about? I there? got go something ahead. real good for you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, on the TV in the um, store that the looters are in, uh, the uh, a scene from It Came From Beneath the Sea uh, was on the screen. That's a classic Ray Harryhausen effect of a giant octopus destroying the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, another great Harryhausen creature was the Beast from 10,000 Fathoms, um, one of the early atomic monster movies from 1953, which predates Godzilla by just a year, uh, and directly inspired it. Mm. Um, it was from the I'm sorry, it was the first live action film to feature uh, a monster brought to life by atomic bomb detonation. Uh, there were many that consider Godzilla '98 a far better remake of that film than of any Godzilla movie. Yeah, it just so, it still doesn't feel like a Godzilla and movie. And if you if the two creatures even look alike, the one in this movie and the one from the creature of the beast from huh. two twenty thousand fathoms. So there's there's even like a, a, a film theory out there that they, maybe this movie was supposed to be a remake of that movie and they just slapped all the Godzilla stuff into the script so that it I would have been okay with that. <laughs> if it was another movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then, you know, and the pro- the plots of the two movies are pretty similar as well. So I think I think that's a pretty interesting thing. And then Godzilla is chased a bunch. Yeah, uh, Godzilla kind of fakes out. He kills the uh, the copters, the helicopters. I wrote down Jurassic yeah. Park, Jaws, and Blue Thunder, blatant yeah. ripoffs. And um, we get an "I can't shake him" cliche. Yeah, I can't shake him. It's on my tail. We got a uh, Audrey find, sees Matthew Broderick because she like snuck through with her fake press badge, which looked horrible. <laughs> um, I mean, it looked didn't look great. Didn't look that great. But at first, she just slapped a new photo on it. Um, she walks into a store because she follows Nick into the store. He's buying pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. and he's, he's he has a hunch. And uh, yeah. I have a little clip of them. Kind of, uh, they talk a little bit. They go outside, and you know, he's like, "Do you want some tea or something?" And here's just a little clip of the of you find something interesting about Godzilla. Sure, that'd be nice. I still can't believe it. I mean, how does a guy go from an anti-nuke activist to working for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission? Well, when you and I went to rallies together in college, we yeah, helped to create awareness. <laughs> but now, from the inside, I'm able to affect real change. And exactly what changes are you trying to affect? I'm preparing a census for the government. Worms. I'm cataloging new species that have been created as a direct result of nuclear contamination. Is that what you think created this thing? Yeah. Snooze fest. I found a blood sample earlier this evening. How close did you earlier get Earlier this thing? evening. I got pretty close. And what else did you find out? Well, we know that he eats tons of fish. Oh, no. He's amphibious. He's a burrower. And... He's pregnant. He is? He. A very unusual he. I mean, obviously, these tests weren't designed for this, but fundamentally, they look for the same hormonal patterns to indicate pregnancy. Wait, I don't get it. If he's the first of his kind, how can he be pregnant? Doesn't he need a mate? 
Not if he reproduces asexually. Na 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 na. Jesus na, na, Christ. Na, uh, na, na. Jurassic Park. Oh, right that, there. That was? Jurassic Park. <clears throat> I mean, Did you guys? Does he produce yeah, asexually? No, it's just oh. a, I just remember like seeing this in the theater when like Godzilla can get pregnant. <laughs> that was my first thought. How did he have the baby in the in that son of Godzilla? Is it, did it just come out of the ground? I'm not sure. It, it, it was well, it was an egg, a okay. really big egg, but it was a singular egg. Like it okay. wasn't like pods like in the mo- in this movie was. Right, so. but like where was there a, a second party to that uh conception? I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, so. Okay. Did anybody else feel like the... Uh, Why is it so bad today? Eh, they're all right. At least we don't have, like, food on here. Anybody else feel like watching this? You watch. You all watch it on Netflix, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Did Did the effects look better than you remembered, or... Worse. They look worse. worse. I, I, I think I saw this movie once in theaters, and that was it. As according to this little piece I looked up, uh, the intended look for this film wasn't actually seen until the Blu-ray release of 2019. Or 2009, excuse me, 2009. Uh, previous versions contained a technical issue, uh, according to IMDb, which led to the CGI being subpar. This was due to the type of film they wanted to print on being inaccessible at the time of the release, so the movie was printed on a, uh, a different kind of film. Mm. Uh, and they shipped that to cinemas. So they corrected it digitally for the Blu-ray release. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know how true that is because I can't remember how bad they looked then or whether or not those 98 effects were fine for me at the time. Um, I mean, freaking Independence Day came out before this, right? Yeah. And that movie looks great. Yeah. Still holds did. up. And, uh, this movie just, they just, I, I think whoever did the CG for this movie just asked for way too much money. It was like, <laughs> yeah, we could do that for you. No problem. I think a lot of the money was spent on the marketing. And, yeah. and, and Godzilla actually has like 11 minutes of screen time. Yeah, it's, and it's really a two not that hour long. movie. Uh, they they kind of catch up with the, they find out he's pregnant. And Audrey sees a tape that says like first sighting. Yeah, she boosts she it. She boosts it to uh, kind of make herself, uh, you know, and she lies that she became a, uh, a reporter. A reporter. Yeah. And you find out that they used to date. She left without any blobbity blue saying goodbye because she wants to make it big in the big city, you right, know, type right. of thing. A lot, lot of facepalm moments. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of. It's it's flimsy. Uh, there's, Get there's, out of here. The, oh. the military's still looking in the tunnels and they're like, Whatever, and they turn around. And you get that that eyeball shot of it, like Jurassic, like Jurassic Park. Um, well, let's see here. Uh, the news. Uh, Audrey gets you know tries to get her big break. Um, right. The news airs the thing. Matthew Broderick gets fired because like you leaked it to the press. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was also also plays a fucking military dude in every movie. I believe he was also in Independence Day. Is is like the same fucking guy. Probably. probably. Um. I forget his name. Let me see. This is all. This is where. Okay, so Harry Shearer's character steals the story, and he puts it out there, and he says, "Godzilla." Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla is doing this today. Like fucking, get on the go. I'm gonna kill some flies. Yeah, the, uh, they realize he gets fired. Audrey tries to apologize to Nick, and Nick's like, "Fuck you, man!" and gets into a cab. Yeah, and he's that like, cab. "I'm going to the airport. I'm getting out of here." And the cab Take is the taking him the wrong place. It's actually uh, Jean Reno's character. We find out that he is actually French Secret Service. Yeah, and they uh, have a whole like operation going on under everybody's noses in New York. You know, <laughs> they got a warehouse full of like 
pretty heavy weapons and fucking Humvees and disguises, and and nobody was any the wiser. But the camera guy, Animal, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, could you guys hear that? Sorry. That was a little weird, yeah. yeah. The camera guy, Animal, I had the wherewithal to follow them and peer through a window. And, and uncover the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. This is my little clip here. I think. Did you have something playing? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what the, I I named these clips. I can't remember what the hell I named them. Oh snap. Okay. So yeah, this is okay. Yeah. So uh, animal sees that uh, yeah. follows them. Sees that the French have all these guns, and yeah. he's like, "This is America. We can get all these guns anytime we want. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can buy anything here." Uh, uh, animal comes back, and he's like, "Where's Audrey? She's up in the brim crying." And they go up and they talk, and then there's a little clip here. No play, play. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, she got the good one. Just totally screwed up with the only man who will ever care about me. <laughs> if I told you you could make it all up to him, would you? Of course I would. All right, so get this. After he left you in the street there, I kind of followed him. Figured I'd talk some sense into the guy, you know? Next thing I know, he pulls into this warehouse with all these French wackos in military outfits. They want to try to sneak back into the city tonight. They're going after the nest. If he finds it, I think that you should be the one that lets the whole world know that this guy was right all along, don't you? Don't you? You want me to follow him into the city? Yeah. We both will. Come on, it'll be fun, it'll be fun, it'll be fun. No, I don't know. You know, I've already made such a mess of everything. Yeah, you really did, Audrey. Listen, I'm going after him. You can come with me or not, okay? What are you doing? can't let Lucy know she'll hurt me. <laughs> Welcome to it's... Brooklyn Community College. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw back joke to the Mario episode. Yeah, I forgot to say that. Yeah, because uh, the Nick character is like, oh, yeah, he's he's pregnant. He's laying eggs somewhere. And the, yeah. the government's like, you're going to you're help wrong. us. Fuck you, you're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's why the the French are like, if there's in this, do we, we will help, we you, will find help you find it. <laughs> And and there's a point where they're getting dressed up, uh, all the French, and they're yeah. like, you know, taking cigarettes out of their mouth and they're chewing gum. It's like, why are you chewing gum? To be more American. It makes <laughs> us look more American. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I thought that would have been the yeah, more American. That. That's like one of the most memorable scenes in this whole fucking uh, uh, animal. Show. Animal and Audrey pretty much follow Nick and the French. Uh, at this point, I wrote down, I give up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and this isn't even like halfway through the damn movie. Oh, I know, right? Uh, that they, third act was forever. They just they just keep following through the the tunnels, and then they find like a big hole in the ground, and it's the Madison Square Garden score sign for the Knicks is like yeah. through the hole. And it was like there was wasn't there like a scene with the torpedoes and the submarines where he jumps in the water. They're trying to get, he's trying to get away from those helicopters that are flying awfully close together between fucking skyscrapers. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Coming uh, up, I think. Made me, made me think of bees. All those helicopters. Oh, or this was after they were trying. They were trying to capture Godzilla. Yeah, they're again trying to capture Godzilla. With a big fish pile. Yeah, he ends up. And he was like, nah, escaping the yeah with the big fish pile. No, he goes into the water. They're blasting him <laughs> yeah. left and right. Yeah, they think that they killed Godzilla at one point. Uh, yes. we lose one submarine. Another submarine says that they killed him. Yay! It's, it reminded me a lot of that scene in Independence Day when they were nuking the uh, ship over. Uh, Fucking Houston. Who's mowing their lawn right now? <coughs> Some sensible person. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording outside, folks. So yeah. if you're listening to the audio on this, we apologize, but that's all right. That's how we do things. Uh, and and so all the while, the Godzilla is dying, and everybody's celebrating. 
they go to Madison Square Garden and they find a bunch of alien eggs, which look just like the pods from Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything on that? Um, I actually just realized that now that you're talking about it. Oh, really? Honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's like the first thing <laughs> they thought you got, of. You got a bunch over there you want to talk about? Or have you been like... Oh, um, yeah, I have in. a few stuff here and there. One thing I didn't like about this Godzilla, it's a little off topic of the <clears throat> eggs, uh, but, but it's like I didn't like how they made Godzilla seem like a, a lost animal in this city. He, he wasn't this no, force of nature type yeah, of thing. He wasn't. He, he, he wasn't really like, is, though. He wasn't like a king. Among, like, he, like, like he didn't have that vibe. He, he's like, no, he just seemed like, oh shit, I'm in this place where like I'm not I've, familiar I went with. back through the movie a second time just for key scenes, and, and there really is like a... Uh, he is a force of nature. He's not lost or anything. He's there for, like, a real purpose. Because that's why when he comes out of the egg at the beginning, that's that single egg you see that finally evolves from all the radiation from the nuclear bombs mm-hmm. that the French were doing. He awakens, he comes up, and he's got to feed and then and then uh, procreate. So it's, it's immediately what he does. He attacks the ship, he gets on shore, he takes out the uh, the, the boats because they got all the fish in the nets, he's eating that, and he makes his way closer and closer to a place where to he can nest, lay his eggs. Madison Square Garden. So that's his whole purpose for being there. And and if there's one <clears throat> kind of part of the plot I kind of like, it's that. It's just all the flimsy shit surrounding it. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, but it was kind of rewarding to see that they uh, they actually planned it out. In that first shot, when they come in out of the ship, the camera goes and shows you all the goddamn fish like in, in one clear shot. And I was like, oh, there it is. But anyway. they When they, when they get into uh, Madison Square Garden, they see the eggs, so they're starting to plant, like, bombs on them. Yeah. And then the egg starts hatching. Mm-hmm. He's like, we don't got enough C4. Yeah, we don't got enough C4. So they're all running and stuff like that, and little raptors are pretty much little raptors yeah, is are. what they fucking are. And they are. even sound like the baby T-Rex yeah. in the Lost World, the injured one. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they did. <laughs> sound a lot <laughs> like did. that, fucker. Yeah, I've... I couldn't, they, I couldn't believe they could. Um, they were slipping on, what were they, like, gumballs? The gumball, gumball yeah. yeah. We're getting there for that. It's like, that's in Tom and Jerry. Like each one is, like, what, like, 500, 600 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> they squashed them. There's, there's so much Jurassic Park in here because at one point, oh, yeah. Audrey and Animal, they, like, they rise, like, oh, this is where the Knicks change their clothes, <clears> and they can't escape because they're being chased by baby Godzilla's. Yeah, and they go through the air They ducts. go through a drop ceiling, which yeah. is just, like, Jurassic Park. Uh, there's also the, the eye in the window. There's like a raptor yep. tail thing. I mean, there's shadows. Uh, I like the part when he's like, when they're trying to get past the two, and he's like, already on three. Three! Yeah. <laughs> the, at this point in time, Netflix disconnected for some reason, and it goes, Netflix is having trouble watching this. And I'm like, yes, I'm having trouble watching this too. <laughs> Isn't he telling, and then John Renault tells Matthew Broderick to go over to the payphone, dial this number, well, he hands call him a, the he, military. He, he hands him a cell phone, and he's like, 555 He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, call yeah. that and say Operation Blebity Blue and the blow oh, the yeah, yeah. And then he's like, it's busy. I can't do this. It's busy. My, my name's Matthew Broderick, and it's busy. And, like, and he goes over and tries to use the payphone to call in a bomber strike. Yeah, and he's like, it's still busy. Oh. And then at this point, um, what is it? Animal and Audrey fall through the ceiling, yeah. and they're like, Audrey? Uh, wait, did he already have his elevator thing? Not yet. Not, no, that was before so. this. Is this when he... No, is when it he, before this? Yeah, because oh, he yeah. catches up with everybody. He catches up. He goes, oh, yeah, and this is the only time you actually see, like, a, a puppet, like a robotic well, you Godzilla. See, you see some, some practical stuff. Do you? I thought Just, this is the only time. It's peppered in. They're, oh. they're, it goes from, like, CG to practical to CG to practical, depending on what the shot is. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, when Ma- Matthew Broderick's like, oh, I got to get away from these dinosaurs. So he goes this into the, the elevator, elevator, and uh, it opens, or, like, it, oh, it goes up, and it opens, and... There are all the raptors eating popcorn. And they just look at him. And he's Ma-hoo. like, Ding. 
And then, and you said there was a song playing in the elevator. Uh, I forgot the name of the song, but it was from Ferris Bueller. Okay. <laughs> it's that? I think it, I thought it was that. No, no, it can't be. No, that. is it? Throughout the throughout the movie, you kind of you kind of hear like a like an ACDC kind of riff throughout it. I can't remember. You like, do? Oh, whatever is that? What song is 90s that? 90s fucking peril yeah. music. Yeah. Bum bum bum. Yeah, bum, I, bum, bum. Say, I think that would be great if you got into the uh, the elevators like bum bum. Apparently, oh, I didn't yeah. hear it, but apparently it's the song Don Kishin, and he. You well, hear it playing in the elevator because it's something he was singing or whistling to himself in Ferris Bueller, and that was well. Like, no, he oh. sings Don Kishin in the in Ferris Bueller when yeah. he's when he's in the parade. Don That's Kishin, what I just darling, fucking said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said he was whistling it in Ferris Bueller. I don't. I, I like, can't he remember I, if he was singing or whistling. He, he does was, like a whole fucking production, <laughs> and then apparently that was on the Muzak on the elevator. I didn't hear it when I listened to it, but Bear brought it up. And that's the end of that. When he, when <laughs> <laughs> three hours on an elevator. Uh, the elevator opens up. You see the the baby Zillas. Yeah. And one of them tries to get into the elevator, and he, like, kicks it out. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, the sensors on that elevator suck. <laughs> you sure just do. put your hand in front of an elevator. It's like, Did you Bing! see the condition of the rest of the building? Oh, two of the French guys get eaten, right? Yeah. Yeah, they die. Uh, and they, they, they can't, because they can't call out with that fucking cell phone. And so they the come. Payphones, yeah. The so this, this is where we see Amber and Audrey, and they're like, "We got a great idea. We yeah, can, we're going to the broadcast. We can booth. go to the broadcast booth." And um, when they get up to the broadcast booth, they're trying to call like the the guy who they're, they're sets everything. They're calling the guy who, like, yeah. I got a little clip of this here. Okay. Here we go. Live at Madison Square Garden. It's urgent. I know this sounds crazy, Ed, but please, you have to do it. Please just trust me. I'm not putting you on live. I don't think he's gonna do it. <laughs> We're on live. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, Ed? Come on, huh? Huh? You see that, that Ed? Raptor? They're gonna be all over the city if we don't stop them. Give me a second, will you? Finally, the time has come to return to our homes and Get the diving pick up our lives. Okay. Our fears okay. have been allayed. Thanks to the heroic of our boys in uniform. <laughs> it's What's going on, Leon? Calculator. Wave cap. Yeah, good. You're on. Yes, yes. You're on. Go. We're live inside Madison Square Garden, where Dr. Nico Totopoulos has discovered the beast's lair. Doctor, can you please tell us what's happening here? That's you. Yes, go, go. Uh, uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, well, we've discovered over 200 eggs. Go get Hicks. Get Hicks! Which a few moments ago began hatching. Um, the creatures, though, just hatched are over nine feet tall. <laughs> and they feed. Stupid music. When their food supply runs out here, they will attempt to hunt down food of their own outside of this nest. Oh, my if they get out, they'll multiply, and very soon, a new species will emerge. One that could replace us as the dominant species of this planet. Each one of these amazing reptiles are born pregnant. Adaptive and cunning, these 200 could become 40,000 within this year. If the military is listening to this broadcast, they have to destroy this building immediately before these <coughs> creatures can escape. 
Please, military, help us. Oh, God. It's, your your guys' facial like reactions Matt, oh, It's like Matthew Broadrick is narrating <laughs> Spaceship Earth at Epcot. There's, no, <laughs> there's no stakes. You know, it's got this swelling music yeah. behind it. Like, <laughs> fucking, he's on. Go for it, Matthew. We have, uh, there's, there's yeah. eggs, and, and it's, they're born pregnant. Yeah, and the third grade science reading yeah. you know, goes to like, Matthew Broderick. The, the, uh, right it, behind them, too, um, uh, two things. Right behind them on uh, that monitor is the... Uh, is a toy action figure of the alien from Independence Day. Is That's it? That's right, yeah. And the news uh, channel she works for is WIDF, yeah. which is a reference to Independence, Independence Day, Day. FB4, oh, because Rowan. they called it ID4. Holy shit, I did not know that. Yarp. And at this point, Jean Rene Renault is looking out the. He like moves the blinds, and you see like a raptor like. Yeah, and he's like, I think he's thankful. I think he's thankful. <laughs> <laughs> so they they escape. You get the, the stupid gags of them the the baby Zilla yeah, slipping on marbles, and there's a shit ton of blockbuster signs hanging in Madison Square Garden. And there's the Josta Cola. Does anybody out there who was a kid in the late '90s remember Josta Cola? Just- I think it's called, it's J-O-S-T-A. It's it's like it's cola with guarana. And uh, it, it was discontinued like the next year. And it had like a panther in the logo. Anyway, wow. I saw one of those and I was like, that's that's interesting. And they also do the another like movie trope where he shoots the chandeliers and it falls. And yeah, a bunch of Zillas, they escape. They blow up Madison Square Garden. Uh, I said they say explosion, and then guess what happens after the explosion? Big Zilla, Godzilla emerges from mm. the explosion, and she, he, sh- it, it, him, it, ma'am, it, is, he, um, is pissed. Yes, <laughs> and uh, dead babies. Sad. They they hop into a they get in a cab, a cab, and I just said they chase the gang. It's like Scooby Doo. They chase the gang, and it's uh, okay. Remember how I mentioned that the fucking constant rain is a lot like. Day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, this final scene looks a lot like the entirety of 2012. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just fucking drive away from the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, at, at some point during some of these scenes, I was like, "Did this movie ever come out in 3D?" Oh god, because that's it looked like I want to see shit up close. Yeah. Uh, they go into the tunnel of the Brooklyn Bridge. The Bradrick throws the cab sign out the window to some of the uh, yeah. military so they can get the frequency to talk to him on the radio. Yeah. Uh, the 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 call or the the cab number is actually MN44. Yeah, which is a reference to Moon 44, which is one of like Emmerich's first films. It's just a little thing he put in there. Little things, little nuggets. So much rain. They <laughs> they end up. Deciding they're like, oh, we you gotta get him out in open space so we can kill him. So they go to the Brooklyn Bridge. <clears throat> yeah, this they, is they, they this hit is, him with the brights. This is like, <laughs> I think this is get where they here. blew their like production load of money because this uh-huh. this actually looks really good. Zillow looks pretty good walking on the Brooklyn Bridge for this. I was like, all right, this is this last piece, this last scene here. I thought was the best CG in the entire movie, right? Because he wasn't obscured by fucking raindrops. Yeah, at all. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, the, he gets caught in the bridge. The bridge is starting to collapse. The van does like a speed moment. Where yeah, it ramps and they land. Oh, this is what this is what made me think of the uh, your Brooklyn College uh, joke because it's on the Brooklyn Bridge, bridge, <laughs> and that's where the archaeology crew was in Mario. Oh yeah, Brooklyn College. Brooklyn uh, College. Uh, the cab makes it. Zilla falls. Uh, and then, and they light him up, bro. Yeah, they light him up, and then Nick kind of walks over, and there's that heartfelt music yeah. playing, and you see Zilla's eye, and you see the light go out of his eye. Yeah. Horrible. 
horrible. Absolutely <laughs> shit. And what what's even worse is I heard that the oh, oh and you hear heartbeats like a jaw's yeah. like yeah yeah like what's that? Why couldn't we hear his heartbeat before? Um, in this scene when they were filming it, uh, there the obviously nobody saw what the finished effect was going to be, so everybody just had to pretend that they were reacting to something. And none of them knew that that was the ending that they were reacting to. And they were actually kind of shocked and horrified by it. I guess a lot of people had different ideas, ideas. about where wow. this movie was going to go. <laughs> uh, we, we, we see the mayor wants to use this as publicity. Like, the mayor who killed this. Yeah. And then, of course, his assistant's like, fuck Gene. you, I quit. Yeah, and he gives like, him the thumbs down. The thumbs down. Wah, wah. Uh, Philippe uh, ghosts him. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Jean Renault's just disappears. We realize Animal's like, where's my tape? to?" Because yeah. like, he's been recording everything the entire time. And Didn't then he Jean- stomp on the damn camera? Oh, he still had the tape. Though, yeah, he, he took yeah. the tape. And then Jean Renault calls Matthew Broderick on the cell phone, and he does like this. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I thank you for doing everything. Don't worry. <laughs> no. your, your friend <laughs> will get the tape back after I take care of a few things. <laughs> and then he walks down the alley like it's the end of like yeah. a 1940s <laughs> the film noir. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of that dude in, uh, in True Lies who was filming the tape for Jamie Lee Curtis. He's like, Oh He's yeah! Like, take off your clothes. Take off your clothes. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah. Turn like around. <laughs> Dance. Dance slowly. for me slowly. <laughs> Dance. Uh, and, then, and then we find out that one egg survives. One egg survives, which dun, was dun, dun. gonna hint at a sequel that never happened. And Thank then, God. And then they hit us with the Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page. Yeah. I hope they never make a sequel. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's and, there were there were plans oh, for a sequel, but there never was one. But the animated series was what they got, which was a direct sequel to the movie. It got real weird. Uh, the animated series only lasted one season, and the story was about the one surviving baby imprinting on Nick Totopoulos. So yeah. they would be their friend forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, the cartoon wasn't that bad, actually. He was actually fighting monsters, for Christ's yeah, sake. Was, was, did Matthew so. Roderick do the voice? No, it, no, was, I don't think Ian, so. it was Ian Ziering, the guy who is the lead now in all the Sharknado films. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was pretty... Pretty funny. Uh, they spent a lot of money in marketing for this. If you remember being alive in 1998, Taco Bell was huge. I, I'm going to play the Taco Bell commercial. Great. That uh, it makes the ultimate Jaws reference in it. And here we go. Godzilla's hiding, and it's up to you to find him. Just buy a medium or larger drink. If you find a Godzilla, use your decoder to reveal what you've won. Uh-oh. I think I need a bigger box. It's not a fucking Jaws reference. Yeah, I think we, I I think think I need, we need a bigger, bigger box. box. And that roar is, it sounds like that the T-Rex. Sound like... It sounds like the yeah. T-Rex roar. And, and you can look it up on YouTube. The, you never see... You never see Godzilla in it because I think these were coming out right before the movie opened up. Yeah, because so they you, never you see shadows and stuff like that. It's just so. They bad. never. Well, they didn't want to. Like what I was telling you yeah. about the Fruit of the Loom thing, they didn't want the actual image to get out because they probably didn't do any test screening to fix any of the fucking problems. And they were like, "Fuck it, just just hype it up as big as you can, keep it a secret, make as much money off of it as you can." Um, ah, fucker. So, yeah, that is that. That's the movie. Turd. Of a film. <laughs> that dog shit, which is... Do you want to duck Godzilla. rate it? I will duck rate it. All right. So, Beryl, do you want to duck rate it out of five ducks? Out of five ducks? Yeah. I'd pick, like, 
a two, and that's being nice. <laughs> that's being really nice. Yeah, that's yeah, being really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one duck. I thought about going point five, but I think it does have some redeeming qualities. I'm giving this a negative five ducks. It's negative five <laughs> ducks. This, this that's gonna hurt all the ducks you gave before. Don't punish it's, yourself. It, it, it's it's zero. The the caravan of courage, the Star Wars one we did, I thought was bad. Better than this. The, Dude, this movie <laughs> makes so. Caravan of Courage look like Schindler's List. Hell right? no. Please. This movie is horrible. Please, this is better than, it's, than it's, Caravan it's of It's just, it's zero ducks. I really hated this movie. I, 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 rewatching it, I'm like this, I don't remember seeing this in theaters. I know I saw it in theaters, but it's just bad. Uh, I mean, watch it, but it's, it's too long. That's the thing. This movie could have been an hour shorter. And they didn't focus enough on Godzilla. They focused too much on the bland acting from Matthew Broderick and his like Xanax haze that he's in. <laughs> it's just it. It's a shitstorm. It's I just I mean Hank Azaria and Jean Reno I think were the best parts they of the are, movie easily. And and that's it. I I think the one redeeming quality it has is if you can look at it through a lens of this isn't a Godzilla movie, uh, you might find some kind of passing. Uh, you know, enjoyment out of it. Uh, I think I think it's fun. I think it has a lot of fun, but it do, it doesn't have the spirit of a Godzilla movie. No, it's like it's like watching Batman and Robin or Batman Forever. Yeah, I like Batman Forever, but Batman Robin was pretty bad. But 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 it's like yeah. it, it's a bad movie, but you can still like tolerate it to where you're like, ha ha. Like, it's just that, that yeah, it's just like too that. long. I think that was my biggest complaint. Yeah. Is at one point I paused it to go outside, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I thought this movie was almost over. I think I like I really like the idea that it, it resembles closer to that beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms mm -hmm. kind of idea, in that sort of uh, perspective. I think that's what gives me wants me to give it one duck, just because uh, you know you can uh, try to find a silver lining in a lot of shit movies, uh, even though this one is total dog shit. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those movies you can just you can just put on at a party. Or with your friends and you're sitting around and you can like talk over it and joke about it. It's it's like a it's a, like a riff tracks kind of movie. Like Batman and Robin. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except uh, two hundred pairs of nipples. Yeah. Barrel, I, uh, I know you, I know you wrote down some stuff. Did you hit all your points or do you got some stuff you wanna well, toss out? Well well one topic was um like a, what I would love to see in a Godzilla movie that yeah. hasn't been yeah. brought up yet. And um I always thought like I'm I'm not sure how to explain it. it it's kinda like uh like where the wild things are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where this where this kid meets up with this imaginary friend, and that imaginary friend would be Godzilla in some way. All right. So it's kind of like that's where you get all like the fantasy monster fights, like a, so like like a Pete's dragon. It would only Godzilla? exist for the like, kid. Kind of like that, and that's where we'd see like monster fights and stuff like that. It's like almost like inner turmoil in a way. Okay. Would like it, it would happen on like an ethereal plane and not actually affect the world that doesn't see him? Yeah. Type situation. So like you said, yeah. ima it's, imagination. It's, yeah. just... it's like where the wild things are meets Gareth Edwards monsters. Okay. Like uh, good cinematography and stuff like that. There, I, I I pictured a shot where there would be this kid sitting on a cliffside and Godzilla's sitting right next to the kid and he's sharing like of what like Totoro. Something like that. Like, something like that. Like I always like I always thought it'd be cool to see something like that in a Godzilla movie to where there's some interaction where like like what are you thinking about Godzilla? Yeah. You know, like like stuff like that. You um, know the this we were originally gonna do this episode when Godzilla yeah. versus Kong, Kong came comes out. out. But with, you know, the state of the world and all the uh, release dates getting shoved around, we decided, fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah, now. we're trying to find movies that are on Netflix that yeah. people can just watch that I don't have to pay for and mm -hmm. And um, speaking of those movies, uh, I, I, I have you seen both I, of them so far? 
or all three of them. I guess the Kong is technically part of the series. Well, I watched I watched the <clears throat> G- Gods Among Us thing. The whatever what? the the, uh, the newest one. The King newest of the Godzilla. Monsters. Yeah, King of Monsters. That was great. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, just yeah, the the new Godzilla. I saw that in like the 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 Regal. IMAX. Okay, yeah. It was good. I mean, substance wise, yeah. I went in. I went in just going. I want to see monsters beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and that's same. exactly what I got, and that's exactly what I wanted. I just the story was, was pretty good. Fights. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just got to see everybody. I was like Mothra. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you get to see everybody. I thought that was kind of. Cool. I, it was weird how the the uh, you go ahead. I think you were gonna say something. Uh, well. How many I saw times this, did you see I, it? I saw it three times in the first Jeez, week. In the wow. first week with in the first week it dad. was out. Uh, uh, dad. Uh, one of them was with Zach. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, Mandate. Like, uh, I wish there was a fight scene where it was in the in the daytime, so you can yeah. see what the what the hell was happening. Yeah, it was very it was yeah. a very dark movie. Like, and, they did the, and Kong, sort and, of the same thing. And Kong Skull Island did that right. Like yeah. you can see what's happening. It looks beautiful. Like I was hoping there'd be a scene. Oh like yeah, that. no, I saw Skull Island. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were talking about the other one. That Kong and this are gonna could be combined. Yeah. yeah, I like I actually like Skull Island a lot. I really yeah, I thought that. it was pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seeing the first one. I don't know if I saw it with you, but I know I watched it. Uh, you, you, I heard your reactions to it. Um, that was a little disappointing, but much better than this one. Um, only because like they 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 had Bradley or Bradley Brian Cranston in all of the uh, promotional material, and then Homeboy died in the first act. And yeah, I was that, like, what the fuck. I watched that Godzilla on um, an airplane. Was an airplane airplane view for you? Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it when I was flying from Geneva to back home or something. Jet setter over here. (laughs) I I couldn't sleep, and I was like, "Oh, I've never seen this Godzilla one. I should watch this." And yeah, I remember watching that. Speaking of jet setter, uh, did you see that Chris Pine is going to be in the new Saint? Yeah, and you know that's really funny because my. Jason and I were out front, and we yeah. were talking about Val Kilmer and the Saint. I'm like, Saint's a great movie. Yeah. And then I realized that they remade it again in 2017. Really? Yeah. It, With who? I don't know. It's on Netflix. It, uh, Elijah Dushku is in it, or whatever her name is. All right. Um, but yeah, I saw they're redoing it, and I'm like, I don't know if if it's gonna be like the more the Roger Moore Saint from a TV show. I think or, they're gonna try to build a franchise around it or something. I I just I mean that's, that's I like kind of the, I like Chris Pine, but yeah. I don't know if he can do the different voices and the different characters. There's that goofy one with the big teeth? Yeah, I mean, because he's supposed to be able to adapt to anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But He's not very good at adapting, I'll be honest, because every every pseudonym he uses is the name of another fucking saint. Yeah. And they could just be like, oh, look at all. Because Homegirl puts it together like, but it's, right away. But Chris Pine, I'm just, you know, from know, Carriers we'll to that, I've never seen a lot of range out of that him? guy. Yeah, as far as character range, I guess. I'm trying know. to think of something else I've seen. His his face reminds me of Gary from uh, Team America. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gary. Gary, will you get on your knees and suck my gut? <laughs> Do it for America, My, my mother may be watching easy. <laughs> Yours too, Do for you that matter. Do you love America, Gary? <laughs> uh, so, Godzilla, back to like some of the, like I guess, more important and, and more legacy things of... Godzilla. Uh, there was a piece by this guy Jesse in in Goglia, uh, written or called Godzilla Monster Metaphor Pop Icon. Uh, Godzilla's emergence comes from uh, comes years after the Second World War and the U.S. occupation of Japan, and some consider Godzilla to be a kind of uh, collective unconscious or perhaps very conscious anxiety uh, the people of Japan still had in their psyche after witnessing such horrific shit. Um, like, you know, moving into the atomic age. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's post-war political concerns, genre conventions, cultural traditions, and all play a role in this movie's uh, creation. There's lots of like ethical concerns about nuclear armaments and the destructive beast, quote unquote, that it can unleash. Um, so I think that's like the biggest metaphor that like Godzilla represents. It's not just monsters no, smashing it's, around. It's, I mean, it is, but it also has like layers to it. It could be the whole thing of like this is what a nuclear a uh, nuclear disaster will do to humanity. Uh, yeah. You've created, you are the beast and you've created another beast. Analogous yeah. to that. Uh, and one final uh, little piece here is, a, is, is written thusly by uh, William Tsutsui. Uh, he says, teasing out the charm of Godzilla is no easy matter, for in our embrace of the beast are entangled strands of nostalgia, the phantoms of nuclear war, the mysteries of childhood, the hard-nosed business of movie-making, the unresolved tensions of world history, Freudian desires, fantasies of violence, and fundamental questions of humanity, spirituality, and the eternal struggle of good versus evil. Understanding the appeal of Godzilla, when all is said and done, means understanding ourselves. Yeah, well, <laughs> well said. Well said. I didn't say that. Yeah, no, it's very Mr. well done from Sutsui. that guy, Mr. Susudio. Sutsui, <laughs> William Sutsui. Uh, so yeah, great, great song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, Fu Manchu does an awesome cover of uh, Godzilla. Oh yeah, oh yeah, from uh, Boc. Too bad we can't outro on that. No, I can't did, do that. Did you, did you know that the first Godzilla suit uh, was made out of concrete and rubber? Jesus. It was 100 pounds. Man, that must have been pretty strong. Is that why you walked real slow? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I forgot to mention, because you were talking about the wetsuit thing. Yeah. Did you see the funny way that Matthew Broderick ran? No. His I, arms were up. He's like, woo, 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 woo. Did he run any worse than Steven Seagal? Oh, I don't know. But you've seen that like, weirdo like run. run <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, when he's running, his arms are all bowed out, and he's like, "Whoa, God!" Like he's being chased by a tiger okay. or something. Just whoop, whoop, whoop. now, I'm thinking of that Tom Segura episode. I feel like which one? With, oh, where, yeah. where he's like snorting. He's like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I thought you was a motherfucker. <laughs> I just read the greatest script I've ever read. Oh yeah, who wrote it? I did. <laughs> I, I feel. I feel like we're being a little hard on Mr. Broderick here. I, I am a big fan of his. He, he, he does uh, great work. I love him in the, the cable guy. The cable guy. That's I mean, when he, I first noticed him. Was the cable guy? Yeah, it wasn't War Games. No, uh, no. I, I want to cover War Games. I love. All right. I love War Games. That's one of my f- Mr. Joshua. Um, would you like to play a game? Uh, I believe we have a, a call from the critics' corner. Oh, I got to round out. I got to cue that up real quick because my. F- Phone was being uh, weird, so let me Bluetooth well, this baby. For everybody watching and everybody who will be listening, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we want to uh, say thank you again to our wonderful sponsors and the folks over at the Copper Fox Tattoo Company uh, out in West 192, Sea Barrel, and folks there. When your tattoo needs will arise once all this lockdown is done. They are selling T-shirts and stickers, uh, and you can just go on and generally say hello, give them a like and a subscribe, and let them know that you think they're dope. Thanks, Zach. Keep talking. You bet. (laughs) (laughs) Also, thank you to all of our patrons. D-Rock, Money, uh, fucking uh, Chris Halka. Shay. Uh, Shay. I already Uh, said said money. money. Uh, Sam. Uh, Sam. Uh, Sam didn't leave us a review. Samantha. Samantha wasn't able to give us a review. Cinnamantha. I'm going to call her Cinnamantha. Cinnamantha. And, uh, of course, our boy Void Pronto. Uh, We do have a, a critic corner situation. From that eclectic weirdo. 
Yeah, and, I'm going to uh, play it right now. Hopefully we can get to that. And we love you. Love everybody. Mean it. I don't know what's going on with this thing. You want? Can, he can play us out. He can play us out if I can figure out why it's not finding it. <clears throat> I like this thing. So uh, we were trying to figure out what... Um, what movie we should do next um we're not sure yet i know zach's going to be doing his uh yeah uh, i promise i'm going to get zach's exploitation out there i'm going to have this kid sit with me uh, probably in an episode soon uh i i did the first take and i didn't like it so i'm going to redo it because i felt like a doofus all and, right and i want to put non-doofus material out in the world i think i think i got our credit corner so here's mr Void pronto uh godzilla was a movie that I watched for this show, and there's nothing to say about it. Um, but personally, the Ferris Bueller was my childhood hero. He was the coolest guy. I wanted to be him. And this movie turned him into a huge whining pussy. <laughs> and that was hard to watch. Uh, otherwise, it was a fair job for 1996 <laughs> or 8, whatever. Um, do a movie I can do mushrooms to next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We, no, uh, we, need to, we need to do some kind of trippy, trippy movie. We were going to do on. The Thief and the Cobbler. Yeah, that's a pretty. We one. can find out what you know what's available. What's out? Yeah, there. we'll see. We'll figure out. Maybe we, we should do some kind of animated fun thing. So yeah, we'll find totally. something. Totally, I was thinking about that. Animation would be great. Uh, other than that, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you did our Facebook Live thing, we're just kind of trying yep. that out. Check us uh, out. Facebook.com slash Duck and the Usher. We're also on Twitter at Duck and the Usher. Instagram at Duck and the Usher. <laughs> and yes, uh, my name's been Josh. I'm Fish. I'm Beryl. And uh, we thank Beryl once again for coming on. Other than that, guys, uh, stay safe, watch a movie, and we'll catch you soon. Wash your hands. <laughs>